everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 128 from July the 9th, 1994. We are still in Loudoun, Tennessee at Loudoun High School, a month after they taped these. But anyway, sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Doc, how are you, man? Uh, well... <laughs> Let me just start out by helping everybody out. If you're getting ready to take down your pants, ease down your pants like you're mm. in a jerk-off booth at a peep show, and w- listen to us and watch some Smoky Mountain, let me help you out. We got a little bit of a snafu this week on the uh, access to the shows. I believe the YouTube 7-9 or the July 9th is mislabeled. So let me be very clear. Oh, wait, sorry. Don't watch I'm going to hell. this show. On YouTube. I repeat, do not watch this episode on YouTube. You need to go to the WWE Network, go into the vault, much like you do our Saturday night show, find Smoky Mountain and watch it there. I don't know how much clearer I can be. Now, here's big news, man. I have leaned out this year. It's 2019. I've leaned out. I've dropped so much weight that uh, I'm having a cheat day. And if it's a cheat day, you know what that means. I got me some Pop-Tarts here. I'm getting ready to open them up. I'm going to eat throughout this entire episode, making Mike crazy. I'm ready to go, but before we get started and head to the ring, Harper, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. All how, right. That's good how y'all doing? Well, you know, I just want to make sure that you're out here living your best life. I am. Okay. God. Live, so love, tired. laugh. I'm so tired of hearing that term. Living my best life. Oh, that, living my best life makes live laugh and love seem like fucking socrates and shit <laughs> it really does like live your best life <sighs> these fucking people you What's can't this? see tomorrow if you keep looking back say doc said a while back it's the people who need to heed the advice the most that come up with that shit are the ones who don't take it and use yes it. and, and every- reveling this shit and they're miserable. Every, yes. Every stupid ass that posts those quote unquote inspirational quotes hates their fucking lives. <laughs> and they need like a they... promo cut on them. That's what mm-hmm. Mike and I decided that if we could monetize instead of not monetizing podcasts, what we ought to do is not monetize where we just follow people around. And when they start acting too dumb or quoting this stuff, we get to cut promos on them. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, y'all ready to get into this week's episode? Let's do it, pal. 
All right, so again, it's July 9th, 1994 of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 128. Like Doc said, you will have to watch this one on the network. If you don't have the network, I don't know what to tell you, uh, but it is uh, dated July 9th, 1994, because the one on YouTube is incorrect. That said, Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle open up the show. They mention Tracy Smothers will take on Stephen Dunn in the Beat the Champ TV title match, and they talk about Bob Armstrong resigning as commissioner of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and we will find out more about this maybe this week or next. We'll have to see, so stay tuned. Uh, first match up is the Thrill Seekers versus Larry Santo and James Atkins. The Thrill Seekers win a rather quick match, and that is pretty much all I had from it. Doc, anything from you? Oh, no. Oh, no. We got to talk about this. Harper, you hear that, like, prog metal intro that WWE put in over Rock in America? Yeah. It sounded like Iron Maiden. I thought it sounded more like Dream Theater, but... Dream Theater. There you go. Yeah. Just... That shit was terrible, huh? It was. It was certainly interesting. I did... It Was it just me... Or did the picture look a little clearer? And the it audio- did look clearer, and it sounds a lot better. Yeah, I thought so too. The audio and video, they WWE had done some work on that, and uh, good for them. Well, let's be clear: the, the when they finally get all of it on the network, the the upside will be you definitely will get clear audio and you'll get clear video. The problem is you're going to have to deal with. Some of the stuff we've enjoyed making fun of because we look it up, like the real music, like whether it's Van Halen or, you know, Rock America and this shit that we have enjoyed playing around with. You're not going to have any of that on a network. That's the issue. So, so, so let me so let me let me explain this. If that's the case, then they are not <clears throat> completely changing wrestling history, but they're altering it. They are. Yeah, that definitely happens. So what do you think our history books were when we were growing up in school? Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't say either way. I'm just saying nothing's real, man. History was fucking edited the way they want you to see it, too. I mean, that's just the way that, like, if you watch Hogan and Andre, that thing has been edited like 50,000 fucking times. Every time I watch it, I'm like, wait a minute. What happened to this part? (laughs) History is rewritten by the winners. We all know that. Come on, man. So, yes, you are correct, Doc. I, I so, maybe there really weren't smallpox in the blankets. I don't know. Okay. Right. Maybe it was just gonorrhea. Hey, but you're talking. we're talking about it from a Smoky Mountain standpoint. That's what makes ECW on the network so hard, because that fucking music was, like, everything to ECW. It was fundamental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a basis of it, so... All right, um, let's keep going. We got after the Thrill Seekers win, and we got a promo from Jake coming up. So um, here, let's play it. Here it is. Snake Roberts, Jake. The dirty white boy says he's taking your best mind shot and that he's still standing and he, he's sort of turning the tables on you. Do you believe that? Well, I, 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 he's pretty convincing about it, Jake. Are you convinced by what he's saying? I think that the jury is still out on that. The jury will always be out. Because the truth of the matter is this. This is not the beginning. This is not the end. This is not the beginning of the end. But the end of the beginning. Now, when I say that, I mean this, white boy. You might be good at playing games like uh, Hopscotch or uh, maybe Jumpin' Jacks or maybe even Monopoly. But when you're playing with Jake the Snake, 
It's like you're playing with a double-edged sword. You rub one side, it's going to cut you. You rub the other side, it's going to cut you. So anywhere you grab that, what's going to happen? You're going to get cut. You're going to get cut. Yeah, absolutely. Now I want to come out front right now and say one thing. What I done to the dirty white girl, maybe that was a bit too much. In fact... Are you apologizing? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I'd go that far. I know I've seen her around here tonight. Was that her that I seen? I think so. I've seen her. You know, it would be nice just to see her face to face again and look her in the eye and just, just let her know how I really feel. Mm. If somebody could go back there, wherever she's at, and just bring her on out here, I mean, I just want to look her eye to eye and just say, hey, you know, uh, what happened has happened, uh, and um, and let it go right there. I don't believe that that they're in your heart. There there she is right now. Somebody's carrying her to the room. Wait, and there, Jake. I'm going to go tell her exactly what I think. And Jake's going to go to the room. Somebody, I can't tell who that is, carrying her to the room. It's... Kendo. It's the samurai. Wait a minute, that's not her. That's Bambi. Isn't that Bambi last? That's Bambi. That's not the dirty white girl. He's got the wrong person. Jake's got Bambi. Slams her down to the mat. Does he not realize that he's got the wrong person? Oh, he's got to know. He is as insane as he is, Bob. He can't be that crazy. He's got to know who that is. He's got Bambi now right around her throat, choking her, got her draped back over yeah. the ropes. She was carried to the wait ring for Tony by to come out. the ninja, Kendo, is he the samurai. Is he going to drop Is he going to DDT? Wait a minute. Here comes the dirty white boy. He entered in a position for the DDT, and he just throws her aside as the dirty white boy comes flying into the ring after Kendo. Now Jake, the snake, and Kendo, they both go after the white boy. White boy got a few shots in, but they've doubled up on him, and they've taken the advantage now. Bob, look at him as they pound away, and this is what he wanted. He wanted. All right, I, I won't play anymore. Doc, your thoughts on this as the second samurai comes out to help out the white boy and chases Jake and the other samurai away? All the way back to the beginning, I like the very first line Jake said when he asked Caudill, do you believe that? Because mm-hmm. that wasn't scripted, and Caudill played off of it well, and I thought Caudill and Jake have a really nice interplay every time they work this, and I thought that was a really... <laughs> okay, he just came out there and said with one four-word question. Everything Dirty White Boy just told you is a fucking lie because you don't believe it. Yeah. Um, I thought... I don't know if it was how it was edited because it's different than what we're used to with the extra noise. But right. I thought it was weird segment with Bambi because it was so quiet. It, it, you could hear like those kids having a conversation. Yeah. Right. And then the multiple kendos has me missing Daryl Van Horn in a most serious way. Yeah, uh, fuck no. all that shit, man. Jeez. Oh, God. Those fucking ninjas suck. Mm. Y'all want me to spoil something for y'all? Spoil away. I don't give a shit. I'm a grown man. What, the Easter Bunny's not real? Yeah. Well, Doc knows this, but that's it for Jake. Yeah. I He's figured this a- was it. He no-shows and yep. hands the belt over, right? So, again, or doesn't hand ahead. the belt over. Yeah, he does. No, he does. <laughs> next week, next week, Dirty White Boy shows up at the top of the episode and 
with the fucking Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight strap. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I want it at Summer Blast. And I, it, it's so weird because you're like, wait. Which one? Oh, that one? Yeah. So what hey. do they say? Like, he, he, he wanted it like at a house show or something? Or? Got to tune in uh, next week to find out. Yeah. It's 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 anticlimactic though, Hopper. Because I mean, based on it this doesn't whole pay thing. off what has been a the the flagship angle for the past two months never gets the proper blow off because fucking Jake's, Jake's fucking chasing crackhead. the dragon. Yeah. So which is, dragon. For, which is unfortunate for for Tony here because he's put in the work and held his own. Yeah, yeah. And how much would it mean if he got to if he got to go over on Jake just to keep solidifying him as the guy? Yeah. Thank thanks, Jake. Uh, there, there's no payoff, man. L- literally at the beginning of next week, Tony walks in with the belt. That's and, you're like, what? and it's weird because the first time you see it, I mean we're ruining it for you kinda, but it's weird because the first time you see it, you you see him walk in and you're like, What the fuck? What? After all yeah. that, you just walk yeah. in with the belt. Yeah. So it' not his fault, obviously, and not Corny's right, fault. Right. It's, I mean, you got it's the piss drinker's fault. Whoa. Well, it's a fact. Yeah. I mean, Dude, what is all that shit that keeps allegedly, people sharing? Allegedly. I don't know. Jerry Gray man. confirmed it. Honky Talk Man confirmed it that I Jake drank the piss. Gonna, I trust Honky Talk Man about as far as I could throw him. Okay, Jerry Gray has no reason to lie about it. The man's dying I'm, of cancer. Staying out of all this. I don't know what you wrestlers want to do. Okay. All right. Um, sure thing, Chief. All right. So let's keep going because in the background on the Patreon video, the, they show a recap of last week with Morton getting his hair cut. And then they cut to a non-televised match with The Rock and Roll and Lee and Candido where Morton gets some more hair cut by Tammy. Um, so, yeah, that happens. Um, Doc, any thoughts on the new stuff that they showed there? Chip Kessler. Yeah, Chip Dude, Kessler. that guy sucks, huh? <laughs> well, he's I got some sour nice. news for you in 19, uh, 1995. What's with his eyes? Like, what do you I, mean? Yeah, what do you mean? He's all like, his eyes are all wide open. He's all, Ooh. Think he did a line or two or what? Maybe so. He's just excited to be there and talk about Smoky Mountain Wrestling. All right. Yeah, I think so. I think he's just excited. Um, but he ends up being a commentator, so hold the brakes on. What's up with this guy? Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> he, becomes your, he becomes your TV host. Yeah. He seems too excited. All well, right. Uh, what do y'all have from the Rock and Roll Express promo after all that where Morton promises to lose his hair if they lose to Candido and Lee? In a, in that's really match? it. I mean, when he said, at, at, for what we know at this point, when he said, we're going to shave our heads, well, they they ain't losing. Yeah, because I was because I know I, I've never seen them with a shaved head. No, fuck no. Ricky Morton cut his mullet. That's his right. like that's his like signature, bro. Right. He ain't cutting that shit. I mean, yeah, it ain't happening. Uh. Uh-uh. All right, so we'll keep going then because Morton does promise to to lose his hair. The best part about that is the rebuttal on the other side with Candido Lee and Tammy. We're going to listen to that. Here it is. Fans, here they are, Chris Candido, primetime Brian Lee, Miss Tammy Fitz. You heard rock and roll. They said in a hair match, they, if they lose, he's going to shave his head. 
but he wants to do some haircutting if they win. Oh, I am so excited. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. Bob, look at this. This is great. Well, are you this is incredible. That? Listen, this is the time. This is the chance that I'm going to get to humiliate and embarrass the Rock and Roll hey, Express once and for all. I cannot <laughs> wait. I can't wait for this match. We're going to shave Ricky Morton's head. I can't wait. What? Tim, I don't want my hair cut. I got the hair. Brian, listen. It's your job hair. to beat him anyway. Don't even worry about your hair. I, don't, I, got, I got this nice natural blonde oh, hair. Oh, 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 oh. Well, Brian's if you don't think hair. you're man you enough to do the job, will yeah. you be quiet? Will you be quiet? Listen, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm taking this match. I am going to sign this contract. We are going to have a hair versus hair match. I don't care. Hey, guys, I know you won't lose, so just don't even worry about your hair, okay? But if you do, big deal. It's hair. It'll grow back. All I know, Ricky Morton, get ready to get your head shaved. I am signing this contract. I can't wait. I got my pen. Here I go. And she's gonna sign it. See, I ain't signing, Chris. What? No, I'm not getting my hair cut. We won't lose. We won't lose. I'm not worried about losing. I'm worried about my hair. Sign it, I sign it, yay! Ricky Morton, you're gonna get humiliated. It's gonna make my day. Woo, all right, fans. It's signed, it's sealed, and it will be delivered. Let's go to the ring. Okay. Hopper, your thoughts on Tammy telling her men to grow up and be a man? Someone's getting that fucking haircut. Man. So anyway, um, someone's getting their haircut, but I think Tammy's, uh, those two fighting oh, no. and Tammy trying to <laughs> trying to tell them to be a man and man up. Who cares? If you get your haircut, it'll grow back. Anyway, Doc, your thoughts. There have been times when we have not been super kind to primetime Brian Lee, but he, I thought he was really good right there when he said, man, I don't want to get my hair cut <laughs> at the beginning. He said, nah, man, he gave, <laughs> it to, he gave it to a Harbor Nah, Brian. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> man, did you see how low-cut Tammy's jacket was there? Yeah, Hell I saw that. yeah, buddy. Mm, you saw them titties? Uh, All the way live? All the way live. Kyle. All the way live. Oh, you you white guys loved y'all some skinny white broads. Mm-hmm. I, I I just no, I like her better today, but I like where she came from too. I love all of her. I don't just like the part where she she uh, got a little thick like you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Doc, what else? You like it with dipper in some grease like a French fry and leave them in too long and then pull them out. That is so lame. I'm sorry. Um, so we're down now, as we know now, somebody's getting their head shaved. Always a great angle, is it not? Especially yes. when they have something to lose. Right. It, it, in, um, it was done in modern wrestling about a year or two ago. It's about two years ago now, actually. Um. They did it with Jay Lethal and ROH. I don't know if the yeah. stip was um, lose your hair, but they cut his and he, and what made his so like remarkable was he had you know braids, so it, corn rolls. It, it just was like when you watched him cut his hair, it's like holy shit. So did you say corn rolls? I thought it yeah, was like, corn like, rows. Uh, no, it's I, it's corn rolls. It's rows, isn't it? I don't really Rolls. fucking care. The whole I point believe is, it's R O 
W, not R O L L S. I actually think he's right, but he's just trying to he's just trying to be Mr. Fucking Smarty Pants because that's what he fucking does. Well, I am Mr. Fucking Smarty Pants. That is something I will take on proudly. Yes. Can we get back to the point of the fact that the man got his head shaved? Uh, okay. You ever right, get your head right. shaved in a wrestling match? No. Protecting those crisscross braids. Yeah. It's mm. it's it's corn rows. Yeah, rows like row row. I row, said row, that row. was right. right. I made a mistake. What do you want from me, people? Well, you know. Corn rolls is a delicious appetizer recipe that you can prepare <laughs> Look for up. your friends and family. On, Look up corn rolls. Look up corn rolls <laughs> on Urban Dictionary. Like kitty part game nights. Prepare <laughs> with corn, all-purpose flour, rice flour. Why you people put that stuff in your hair, Mike? Corn, <laughs> corn, corn rolls. Corn rolls in Urban Dictionary. It's it's actual definition. It's it's not fun. Every time you want to get rid of Harper, you start talking about him being late all the time and how you can't stand it when he does that shit. This is why we keep him around. No, (laughs) that's not what I tell you. But if you want to play like an idiot, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any other thoughts here on uh, the hair versus hair deal? Well, it's it's finally the first thing that's made me care about this angle a little bit. Yeah, well, because and, you because uh, I, I mean Ricky Morton, he's like Samson with his hair. Yeah, is he gonna lose his hair, or can you picture her with a fucking shaved head, like fucking GI Jane? What I the picture, fuck? I picture her shaved, but not like that. Well, Ooh. let me play something because we it need to get down vagina. to the bottom. We need to get down to the bottom of this. So let me play something. This happens actually in the match that's about to happen next. We got Primetime and Candido versus Hamrick and Joe Kazana. Let me play a little soundbite from it uh, as that match got going. And here, here comes here Rock comes, and Roll. Here comes Rock and Roll. Uh, yeah, that's the contract right there, Rick. Wait a minute. Do you want the you want this mic or the, you have to get a the microphone is down there, Rick? If you wanted to to say something. And uh, here comes Ricky Morton down. Have signed this contract right here, right? But you know one thing I think they forgot to do is to teach you how to read at Wellesley. You see, I said, if we lose this match, I will shave my head. But if Chris and Brian lose the match, Tammy Fitz, you got to shave your head, and I'll have the contract right here to prove it, right here. Oh, and here they come after him. And uh, you see Candido, and you see Lee and Tammy Fitz, everybody running after the Rock. All right, so uh, Primetime and Candido get counted out, and Kazana and Hamrick win. But we got the little nugget of gold right there where the deal is Tammy will have to shave her hair, her head. So, do you see when they went back to Les and Les was at the desk giggling? Yeah. He thought that He's was like, funny. Yeah. He, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I think hey, they uh, should have. Right. No, go ahead. I think they should have done more with them losing to the two jobbers in the count out. They should have sold like that more. Well, how do you mean? Like, oh, God, like, how can we? Right, exactly. We just lost these two fucking assholes. No way. No, 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 no. You know, we weren't ready or whatever. Well, they, that's the last thing on their mind. They're trying to run to console Tammy, who's just about to have a fucking, you know, conniption fit because now she might lose her hair if they lose. Oh, shut up, Mike. Harper I'm just was, saying. 
Would you let baldness stop you from hopping on top of Tammy right here? No. That's the right answer. No. Just put a just put a do rag on, man. You wouldn't. You, you don't even know the hair's not there. Yeah. Put some tussin on it. There you go. Tussin <laughs> <laughs> fixes everything. It's true. Hopper, you like your uh, you like the you like a broad, clean shaved uh, down yonder? No, or, uh, I don't no? like that. Maybe. No, because it's like, what are you, ten years old? <laughs> the fuck. I can't stand it. I mean, I don't want to be like some broad from like 1972, but you know, it's, it's like me. I shave my head, but I don't shave it down to the skin. That's how I fucking want it. <laughs> so you don't want a jungle down there is what you're saying. Not a jungle, but you know, high and tight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doc. What Doc? Are you there? I'm here. Kind of like part to part to the side. Put some fucking moose in it. Spike it up. Look, look, look like Jason Priestley. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Hi <laughs> tight. Hi tight. Jesus. All right. High and tight. All right. Okay, we'll keep the show moving. Tammy's going to get her head shaved if her team loses. That said, they show a recap of Bob Armstrong and the chaos that ensued last week at the end of the show with bloody Bob Armstrong. I don't have anything else from that since it was a recap. Doc, what about you? No, let's get to the weirdo Chip Kessler. So we go to Chip Kessler, who's got a special report from Summer Blast 94. Um, Terry and Dory Funk defeat Scott and Steve Armstrong when Terry pins Steve. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes at all, but there was plenty of shenanigans at the end of that shit. Um, Funk was pinned by Steve, but Dory hit Steve with a tennis racket, and that's how Terry pinned Steve. Um, they then show, they then go to uh, Tracy Smothers and Bruiser Bedlam. This was the dock fight match. Smothers wins that match when Bedlam missed a diving headbutt, and Bedlam headbutts a chair in the middle of the ring. Smothers rolls over and pins Bedlam, uh, but then the... Boots get put to Tracy Smothers by the heels after the win. Just It was really some, I guess, some good old-fashioned type shit, I guess is the best way for me to put it. Um, Doc, your thoughts on Chip Kessler and a special report from Summer Blast 94? You ever wrestle in jeans? No, God, that's no. got to suck. I, no, never. I imagine it would be somewhat limiting. Yeah. Especially like old school jeans, Hopper, that when I say old school, I mean, jeans aren't made to be like, uh, nowadays right. they make jeans that the fabric's a little bit more stretchable or pliable. I don't know the term they fucking give it, but you right. know what I'm saying? Them old school jeans, those was just fucking, fucking jeans. Right. Yeah, you were, you couldn't move in that shit. So. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, no, to answer your question, Doc, what else you about? What else? What did Terry bring out there? Was that a walker? Was that a mic stand? What was that thing? Got a timestamp? No. Okay, I don't know that. What's that thing you hit him with in the back? A uh, uh, bruiser bedlam. Goddamn pal pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you laughing at, Doc? I got to look. <laughs> what? What's so funny? Fuck. Just 
I had no idea what Harper was talking about, and you turned into Vince. I don't know. Well, no, I, I, I was legit because they, they recapped two matches here, and I'm actually scanning through the video right now looking for Terry, whatever he would have brought out, but I'm, I can't it's find it at all. It's at the end of the Smothers thing. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Goddamn pal pronouns. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a chair that Bedlam's got. No, no, it's after that. Because Bedlam goes down on the chair, that's how Smothers wins, and then they hit the ring, and Terry Funk has some... And they even say, what is that he's got? Right. All right, so Tracy just got beat. I'm watching it on the video. Count of three, and the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Well, listen to Chip Smothers Kessler. See? On Bruiser Bedlam, I don't think he's horrible. First on that chair... Boy. But Smothers now feeling the wrath of Cornette. What the fuck and is that? And here the Funk Brothers in. At first Terry I thought it was Funk. a mop. What's he got? Some sort of pole. Uh, Unloading on Tracy well, Smothers. Almost I think that's a like mic a stand. Branding iron, if you will. It, no, it's a branding iron. Smothers is helpless, wide open. Dorian Terry Funk and Bruiser Bedlam teeing off. On a helpless it looks like a mic stand of some sort, but it's got a big fucking square base on it, so he can't yeah, really it. swing it good. Right. Okay. Hey, at the end of that, when it's done, you notice um, Armstrong hit the ring with a baseball bat, and both Funks are like, "See ya!" And Bedlam had to take the hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at it now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Bedlam, Bedlam, Bedlam uh, fed him perfectly. He went up I like could, he was. He did, he did. But Doug. I can see Dory go, yep. Jim. We're making three hundred and fifty dollars tonight. Not gonna <laughs> get hit with the baseball bat. <laughs> he said it just like that too. <laughs> oh, that was good. But but Bedlam fed perfect. He went up like he was gonna double axe handle. Gave Bob his stomach, and Bob cranked away with the Tennessee toothpick. Mm. All right. Um, any other thoughts on what went down there at Summer Blast 94? Is it a little weird that they're pinning Bedlam already, even if it was shenanigan-based? No, I think because he, Tracy just made the ultimate babyface move. Not ultimate, but he rolls out of the way. Bedlam hits him, hits his head in the chair. Plus, Bedlam, I mean, he's been around for a little while now. It wasn't like he came in and started getting pins. It might have been... He hadn't taken many pins at all, actually. So no, I thought that was okay. fine. All right, Harper, what you think? No, he's been around it for a good while now. Goddamn pronouns, pal. He him. No, it was funny because we we were talking about two matches there, and Harper's like, "What did he come in there with and hit him with?" I'm like, "Who? Who? What?" So anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to turn into Bruce Pritchard or. Vince McMahon right there. but What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Goddamn, pal. Uh, Armstrong's and Smothers um, promo. Um, first, it, it, I just got to ask a question. Before I hit play and if I hit play. Doc or Harper, uh, what do y'all think about their outfits? Steve's got an Ico Pro shirt on. Yeah. What's up with that <laughs> shit? <laughs> um. You ever have a pair of overalls in your life, Mike? No, and Tracy's got overalls on with no shirt on underneath. And Bob's oh. out there in his Zubaz. Or in crazy real life, in the shoot life, 
overalls with no shirt is somebody's getting called the n-word then we're gonna drink a bunch of booze and try to go bang some broads later that's Jesus. nice that's nice am i wrong Jesus look like it's going Christ. frogging later what does frogging. that mean <laughs> you go, go, go frogging <laughs> okay we're listening when you you are good like not and you go in a boat, like in a swamp, and the, the little frogs are, and you can hear them all over. And you got the, like the little spear thing, you just boom, boom, and you just grab them with the spear, and you throw them in a boat. And that's how you get frog legs. Doc, you want to? I could tell you're over there stewing for a question for Hopper, as we just found out he, he likes going frogging for frog legs. Tastes like chicken, right? <laughs> um,. I just want to say that at this point, it may be that um, Harper and I have a lot of similar knowledge about pop culture and stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and take go out on a limb and say we've lived very different lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you go like in a swamp where you shine that light, you see none but frogs and alligators looking at you. Frogs and alligators, huh? Yeah. Well, the alligators thing I know because you do see their eyes. I've seen them. Right. But uh, the frogs, I guess I just didn't pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if you're ever like in a in the like swamps of Louisiana, like, literally fishing or anything, it, it'll shock you, man. Like you alligators are really the way they poke their eyes out of the water to look at you. You you wouldn't know. I mean, they're you know if you're from there and they're used to seeing it, but their eyes barely come out. I remember one time we were fishing. And uh, I, I saw one, and I saw the eyes, and man, you that thing was freaking five feet from the boat. And mm -mm. am I lying, Hopper? Like how their no, eyes come uh, out? No, dude. Uh, me, um, uh, me and Luke went fishing about a year ago, and and uh, and and uh, uh, uh Delacroix, and we're casting to get the fish. Yeah. And you see the eyes come up. I was like, this motherfucker's going to get that fish. Yep. And when he fucking threw something in the water, then he, he fucking ran off. He, he, yeah. He uh, swam off. Yeah. They, they, there's some bitches. They, they're, they're, they're sneaky, man. I mean, I know how they, I know how they kill their prey. Because unless you know to look for it, you will not see their eyes hit that fucking water. Especially in the middle of the day. Especially in the middle of the day, as crazy as that sounds. You don't see it unless you know how to look for it. All right, anyway, enough with the alligators and frogs in Louisiana. Um, are we playing this promo? Which one is it? This uh, is the Armstrong yeah, and I Smothers. Think you play Bob. Okay. Well, he says something that's important here to the story. Here it is. Everyone saw last week I resigned my commissionership. It's not something I wanted to do, something I had to do. Something in my heart I knew I had to do. Now, I'm not going to be back long. I've just got a job to do, and I'm going to get that job done. But I've got a man to take over my commissionership, a man I can trust to take the reins while I'm out. I do have a wrestling license, and on the night of the legends, I'll step back in that ring. And I'm just asking for a couple of things. I want the Funk Brothers and Bruiser Bedlam and a six-man tag. And I know I need to choose my partners well. One man I'm going to choose is this man right beside me, Tracy Smothers. He's felt the pain that I've felt. He's felt the pain and the agony that I went through from you directly or indirectly, Cornette. So I owe him that. I owe him the chance to be my partner to get back at him. That's right, Dad. That's exactly right. right. You, for as far as the, the other partner goes, me and Steve, you pick which one, and the other one will step back out of the way, and no, no problems there at all. 
Well, son, I'll tell you, uh, I really can't choose that because that'd be, uh, it'd be like choosing a favorite son. And, you know, I got four of you boys and none of you are my favorites because every one of you are. But I do have a man in mind, a man that gave Cornette probably the worst night of his life and a man that wants to get back in it so bad, all I got to do is make a phone call and he'll say yes. I don't have to pay him any money. Just give him my word and a handshake. That'll be the bond and the deal will be sealed. And if I have to bring this old Smoky Mountain matchstick and light your butt up, Jim Cornette, you're going to get the surprise of your life. Because next week, I'm going to announce the third man of our six-man tag, the People's Union. The third man will be announced next week right here on TV. Surprise, surprise. All right, Hopper, what you got from this? Who is it? Well, you ain't going to find is out until next week. Is it double A? No, but I don't want to say you're... That's what I was thinking, because he was, you know... He was a big star that came in, and he, he had a few with a cornet for a little while. I don't want to say you're close, but is it Boss Man? Nah, it's a but it's a name. It's a name you'll know and be very familiar with, and it's somebody who hasn't been here yet. Oh, all right, all right. I, don't I know. think at least I'm trying to remember, but I, if this is the who I'm thinking of, yes. What? What you? What you going mm, to, Doc? Nothing, man. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, what's your thoughts they on the promo, to, Doc? They needed to put, tell us this week, man. These shows haven't been all that great. I need to know. I kind of wanted to know, but they're stringing you along. What do you got from it, Doc? Really good meat and potatoes, white meat, baby face stuff from Bob Armstrong. I got a job to do. I won't be here long. Do the job. Can't pick my sons. Love y'all. I mean, that's just good old baby face stuff right there. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it. You know, he, he wants the Funk Brothers and Bedlam at Night of Legends, and he teases the third man of he and the team of uh, himself and Tracy Smothers. So I thought it was good. We'll have to see more now. Let's go to Corny now, as he just saw that promo, and now he and, and Bentley, well, he's out there, and he's going to respond. Here it is. Wrestling fans, you've heard the comments from Bullet Bob Armstrong. The announcement this evening, we're endeavoring to try to get some comments now from wrestling manager Jim Cornette. Uh, Mr. Cornette, Jim Cornette, is he back? Jim Cornette. What do you want, Kessler? I can't get away from you and your special reports. You never give me any lick of peace and quiet. Every time I do something, you're always on me, chewing me out. You ought to work for the torch. What's the matter with you? What do you want? <laughs> so, your comments, everyone here is buzzing about the announcement that Bullet Bob Armstrong is going to resign as Smoky Mountain hey, Wrestling Commissioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already heard about it. He announced the date. As a matter of fact, that's what, before you interrupted me, I was trying to make a phone call back there, trying to get a few things lined up because I got what I wanted. That's right. Bob Armstrong, I wanted you to resign. That was a while ago. Now I want to put you out completely. And the union is going to rule because I got what I wanted and I got the men that can take care of the job. And, you know, he says that he's got a, somebody new he's going to appoint as commissioner that will take care of it, hold it for him because he's only coming back into the ring for a few weeks just to get the job done and then he'll be back as commissioner. Well, I got news for you, Armstrong. There's nobody that I can't get to. There's nobody I can't reach. You know, like the phone company says, reach out and touch someone. Well, all I got to do is dip in my pocket and come up with some greenbacks and I can get to anybody. So you better have picked real good. You better be real secure, real happy with your choice as commissioner because finally you've stepped down and that was the stumbling block for me. 
And if you've picked somebody that I can reach, that I can get to, <laughs> then you'll never get control of Smoky Mountain Wrestling again. Now, the only thing that bothers me is he's talking about this mystery partner. I know him. I know Tracy Smothers. But I don't know who this mystery partner is. So you want a six-man tag, Armstrong? Well, that, that may or may not be fine. But before that I agree to your terms, you're going to have to agree to some of mine. Like I said, I'm making some preparations. I'm making some phone calls. Before he gets what he wants, I'm going to have a say in this because this mystery partner, it's the only thing I don't like. So we'll find out how bad Bob Armstrong wants this match if he'll agree to give me what I want. And you'll find out about it by next week. So shut up and don't give me any more of this special report nonsense because i got business to do. Um, so why are you playing two sets of audio for us? No, yeah. that's the clip. That's why I was about to say. That's the sound yeah, clip. Yeah, I heard it's that. On, it's on the I'm network like that. Listening. Yeah. I wonder why. what the fuck's that supposed to be? It's like they have... I have no clue how that... Some audio engineer out there will tweet me and tell me, but I ain't got a clue what the hell happened. Why there's like a, a sound clip in the background playing while Corny's cutting his promo. It ain't me. There you go. Uh, now, what do you have from what he said, Doc? I like the t the first line of the torch, and I really like the line when he talks about whoever Bob Armstrong's third guy is. There's no one I can't get to. That's a great line. Well, I also like that if we're going to agree to that term, he's got to agree to some of my terms. Harper, what did you have? I was I thought he he would have been more worried that who's his guy that he's bringing in. You don't think he's kind of worried? I I, I think he would have. Been been more cornetish about it, but who's this guy he's gonna bring in? Uh, you can't just bring <laughs> in some guy off the streets. I don't know who the hell he's gonna bring in. When his voice starts cracking and he starts right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a heel, damn it. <laughs> he's mad, but yeah, I guess he has acted a little bit more outraged in the past. Uh, more to come, though. I mean, we'll see. Corny says he needs to agree to the terms before he he needs to get his own terms before he agrees to Armstrong's terms. So, um, I don't mind the stringing along that they're telling in these last two promos. I mean, it, it's wrestling. Let's remember, it took us 13 weeks to get the Heavenly Bodies when we first started this, and Corny milked that shit for you know three months basically before we got to see him. Uh, any other thoughts, right there, Doc? Mm -mm. All right. So after that, they. I I don't, almost don't even want to play this because it's Dirty White Boy and they show some footage from earlier, like not earlier, but last week with like Jake and one of the ninjas and Bambi and blah, blah, blah. And then they cut back into um, the promo with White Boy where White Boy is now, you know, talking about what's going on. But um, the problem is we already talked about it. Um, Jake's going to show up with the belt. I think last week I said this week, but Jake's gonna show up. Jake's Jake's not gonna show up, and White Boy next week just shows up with the belt with no resolution to all this. So I don't know, Doc. What did you have from this? More next week stuff. Yeah. Well, we're still in Loudon, so there you go. There, I I just there's nothing really new here, considering this angle is dead because of yes. Jake's transgressions in right. Thanks, Jake. All right. So we then go to Smothers versus Stephen Dunn. I don't even know how to describe that dubbed over WWE music for Tracy. Tracy wins the match with a reversal on a roll-up. Um, 
Did you also know that at some point there was a Night of Legends on Dawn and Al Green that they cut out? No. Yeah, they edited it. Apparently, WWE edited that out. Okay. I wonder why. Changing history, pal. Yeah, there you go. Let's see if I can hear this music that Tracy comes out to. Oh, that's... I tell you, Les I think he's got his stiffest challenge. John will be a part of all I don't know how to explain that. I'm so used to his... Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't change the flag. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a really good point. And blur it out? Yeah, well, like seriously. I'm surprised they, they didn't blur it out or, or tried to make it look like something else. Seriously. Um, hey, that's a good question, though. Do you think when they finally load it all, they're going to put the Stormtrooper on there? Oh, my God. No. Oh. I don't. Well, with the mask and the he's because he's yeah, got a fucking Nazi shit. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I want. I don't know. I wondered. I wonder if they're gonna just like edit that shit out. Because remember, you got Dixie Dynamite versus the Stormtrooper in early Smoky Mountain. I, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, corporate shareholders, even if it's just on your library and not your live TV, might be like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I mean, the Confederate flag, you can kind of get around that to a certain extent, but but there's no ifs, ands, or buts about a fucking Nazi. Right. It's just, you know, you're a fucking Nazi. Yeah. I, I don't like, know, man. We'll have to look when they finally load it. Anyway. Okay, any other thoughts from this match, so Harper, where uh, Tracy wins? No, th- this match was dumb. It was very. <laughs> this is a TV title match. Remember, he won the five thousand dollars. Oh boy! Yeah, I think. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so since we've got nothing else on that, they then go to a uh, promo. Um, yeah, let's go to this because it's a thrill seekers, and um, this is a good one. This is a good little clip, reminiscent of Mid South Wrestling. Here we go. All right, fans, we're here right now to make a special presentation to these two fine young men that have really taken Smoky Mountain Wrestling by storm, the Thrill Seekers. And the fans of Loudoun wanted to show their appreciation to you two outstanding young athletes. And they, they bought this special cake, and they asked that we present it to you two guys as they welcome you to Tennessee, to the United States, and to Loudoun on behalf of your many fans. Well, this is really great. Chris and I just like to say thank you. To all the fans, all the kids that put some work into this cake, we really appreciate it. We thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Uh, we just like to say everybody in Loudoun has treated us very nice. They've taken us into their hearts and, and into their arms, and they've treated us really well. We don't feel like strangers. We feel like this is our home in Loudoun, Tennessee. Yeah. Jesus. And it's a beautiful cake. And I, the design on this is just beautiful. And wait a minute. Oh no. Here, Jim Cornette. Jim, this is, this is the moment for these two. It's a special, special moment for them. What? That's not bad. <laughs> you know, you know, I just, I get so, I don't know, I'm watching the monitor back there, and I get so disgusted when I hear people lying all the time. You know, about, you said you're happy to be here. You said you're happy to be here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Hey, I've been to Canada. You want to know how I got there? I went to North Dakota and followed the smell. Canada sucks. It's a sucky country. And you'd be glad to be in Beirut, Lebanon instead of here. 
instead of there. Once you get out of Canada, there's nothing else for you but happiness. But let me explain something. I'm sick and tired of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The camera's following you everywhere, doing all the videos, how they follow you everywhere but in the toilet. Okay, that would be a horrifying sight. And I'm so sick of you saying how you love the fans. You love the fans, they're giving you presents. They're giving you presents, they're giving you things. They've never seen anybody that could count to five that had all their teeth in their face. That's the only thing they like about you guys. I'm sick of hearing about all that. The greatest tag team in the world was here at one time, the heavenly bodies. But because there's a crooked commissioner, because there's crooked referees, crooked politicians, crookedness all the way around in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, they're banned, okay? But believe me when I say this, I invented tag team wrestling. Me and the Midnight Express and the Heavenly Bodies. And I know a tag team when I see it, and you guys are a second-rate tag team. And if the Heavenly Bodies were allowed to be here, then they would have proved that. But you see, that, if you want to be honest and be truthful, <laughs> that's why you're happy to be here. Because the Heavenly Bodies aren't here to show you up. That's why you're so happy you get down on your knees every week and you thank the good Lord that the heavenly bodies are not allowed to be here because then they would show you up. So what I want you to do is be honest and be truthful to the people. Tell the truth for once and admit that you know if the bodies were here, you would be nothing. And all this stuff with the fans giving you cakes, that's gaga. And all the videos, that's gaga because you know you can't do the job in the ring. And I just wish you'd be honest with yourself. That's all I got to say. You know, Mr. Cornette, you know, we are so happy that you came out here and showed us the error of our ways. I mean, you've really put us in our place, hasn't he, Lance? And I'll tell you something, you've shown us the error of our ways and the brilliance of yours, man. And to tell you the truth, you know, I didn't, I didn't give so, him this much credit. You know, I'm, so, I'm so thrilled about you coming out here in our interview and telling us what we've been doing wrong that I'm gonna offer you a piece of our cake from the fine people of Loudoun. If you want a piece, just dig right in and Jimmy, and, and you know, we appreciate everything you said to us, and we're really gonna go home and think about this, aren't we, Lance? So go ahead. Okay, they, well, they offer if, you a piece of cake. If you insist, it does yeah, look pretty yeah, good. I'll yeah, go ahead and take a piece. Oh, he got a piece of it, all right. Hey, Les, I believe this party's over. Well, that's it. The party's over, and that's it for Smoky Mountain this Puts week. Don't forget to tune in next week for news on Bullet Bob's mystery partner. That's here next week on Smoky. All right, they go off air just like that with Corny being plastered into the cake. Uh, Doc, you're, you first. Thoughts? I like little things in, in wrestling. I loved it when Corny walked up and just kind of nonchalantly flipped the racket on the table like, all right, I'm here to school you boys. It's just little things that really solidify the character and the and the story for me. So I thought that was really good. Cake, huh? What is this? Are we having a party for T-Rex or something? <laughs> Cake. Yeah. And the other thing is. And I thought this was a little goofy, and you, you got to realize this is all hokey, and you're going to tell us how you know Watts had already done this, and that's fine. Um, and I'm willing to go with it because it's it works. But when Jericho says the people of Loudon have really taken us into their hearts, bruh, we've been here a month. 
but they were there for one night. Well, maybe he means you know to the back of the rock. Televised. They got to use the rock and roll back of the rock and roll van for some sin bin action. Maybe, maybe he means because it was televised, and you know they had they might have been there for one night, but I don't know. It's fine. I mean, that that part didn't bug me. I spent no. a, what's the I could hear Corny making the line. I spent a month of I spent a month in Luden one night. You, you don't get that. Rat, what do you think? You don't get it. No, I don't. Oh come on! I don't. What am I not getting? I'm gonna play dumb and not get it, so somebody can DM me and tell me what I'm. How stupid! It's like you spent a night in Loudon, but it felt like a month. I spent a month in Loudon one night. That's something Corny says all the time. <laughs> so you're making fun of Cornette. Good move. The guy who tweets on this show. Yeah, what asshole? Our sugar daddy, our benefactor, uh, and you're here making special issues, special needs noises. That's real nice. Oh, really? Typical Mike Mills. He's really? You're the asshole. Me. You're the He's asshole of, of, about three weeks ago on the NWA show. Really fucking... You're going to hell. I hope you have no more kids. When you started going, this is awesome. This what? is awesome. What You're going to hell. You're going to fucking hell. I didn't edit it out. I want people to see how much of an asshole you really are. That's nice. See, you are a vengeful, hateful little person. I'm not. Black see, I said little person, not a midget. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you didn't okay. say the M word. <laughs> M word. That's a thing now. The M word. I, 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 speaking of that, I go by Bo James's philosophy. A, any little person I was ever around, they used the term midget. So I, I really want to know like when that became a bad. Yeah, word. but you see, the thing is, you can't say that because that's their word now. Right. No, kind of like, no. like the no, other thing. You can't no, say. no, no. <laughs> which is a good, not which even is the a same. good question. Can Dude, you, you say that word? Do you know that? Do you know that? I was talking to this little person one time, and <laughs> I <miss> it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> You're so wrong, Hopper. Was it Hornswoggle? I, I was talking to this. Um, He's the only no. one I know. No, 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 no. I was talking to this little person one time and they were explaining to me that there was this thing called like dwarf or midget tossing. Oh like yeah. It was like a, a real thing. Yeah. And I thought he was working me. <laughs> yeah. You can rent midgets and throw them around. Yeah. And I was like, that seems yeah. like kind of cruel. Like that's like cruelty to midgets or guess little it, people. Guess, it, guess who's a big consumer of that? Oh God. Your your white boy fraternities that like to get drunk and toss little people around. Oh, it doesn't shock me. Those fuckers get right. to do all kind of dumb right. shit. Right. Fuck. All right. Okay. I'm that's, done. That's with just set the tone before they go out for their nightly cross burnings. I had to look it up. This is before smartphones and shit. I got home and I remember googling it, midget tossing, and I was shocked to find out that that shit came up. Midget tossing. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, anyway, let's go because uh, I got to get this uh, Patreon video wrapped up. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon VBTT. Uh, become a patron. Two bucks a month. World-class shows, the video-exclusive shows, the Hopper squirting on a girl, the top yeah. places to drop a deuce, and so on and so forth. Uh, where are we going to rate this puppy? Um, I'll go first. I feel like I'm being generous. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, me too. I was, I was going to give it a seven. All right, we Doc, what are you giving it? Oh, go ahead, Hopper. I'm sorry. We've been dropping turds, huh? The past yeah. two weeks. We? Now we've been well, knocking that, it out of the park. Yeah. Last week, last week for sure. I don't want to call this one a turd, but it's just where, I mean, I got to be honest. We're waiting for the gangsters to come in. Yeah. It's like, I'm bored. <laughs> next Friday. Not next week for everybody, but next Friday. In two weeks, we'll get the yeah. gangsters. Um, um, so here's yeah, the deal. You've got a couple of matches from the Summer Blast or whatever that is, and the cake to, and the and the reveal on the 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 stip mean that it is a better episode than last week when we were really pretty hard on it but i don't know how much better so i'm gonna say 7.1 and we're all right there yeah yeah i don't think you can go much higher than that uh, i don't see why one would be able to uh so here's where i'm conflicted i want to hear doc's thoughts first I, I, government cheese who are you giving it to doc I put some thought into this actually, and I usually don't. Um, usually, there's somebody that sticks out, um, but uh, and, and it would be easy. I think my first inclination was to go for Jake because Jake cut another promo, but I'm kind of mad at him right now for leaving this thing hanging, like giving us all blue balls on this. So I've I've decided to reward. Um, let me see here. I'm going to make sure that I say what I say correctly. I'm going to reward the full body of work, you know, uh, and say for a double appearance of good times, give me corny. All right. Hopper, who are you going to give yours to? This is hard, man. Yeah, nothing really, is. nothing really fucking, uh, there was something like, Ooh, uh, check that out part. I guess. Fuck man. I guess Corn Hat for getting the cake shoved in his fucking face and putting the glasses back on. That was kind of funny. Yeah. When he puts the glasses he also, on there. He also used the torch line earlier. Right, and told right. Kessler to shut up, even though Kessler hadn't said a word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I agree. It, it's not remarkable, but I think Corny gets it too. So we all gave it to Corny and the disability checks. 7.0 and 7.1. So we're all in the same ballpark all the way around on this one. Um, so with that said, uh, make sure you're using our Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book. Go buy Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy Death of the Territories and anything else on Amazon. Give that link to your wives, girlfriends, and side pieces and hoes in your life and tell them to use it because we know broads can spend some money. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. While I'm mentioning that, also check out the wrestling podcast about nothing every single Monday and our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast every single Monday as well. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional as they give their take on the WWF side of classic wrestling and entertainment. Because it's not sport, well, well, sports entertainment, or what do they call it? You know what I'm saying. Anyway, Doc, anything else before we get out of here, man? I feel like we're missing something, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Harper, what about you? Uh-uh. No, we're good? We're squared yeah. away? 
Mm-hmm. We're straight. All right, Hopper. Get the tagline and take us home. Book it, bitch. get out of here i need to give a special shout out to all of the patrons out there along with the hall of fame patrons and thank you for your support of the show because without you the show would be much harder to keep up with no but seriously thank you we don't do ads we don't have commercials and all that good stuff but we do have great patrons such as yourself that make this show possible eight times a month so there you go along with the extra patron content so shout out to the hall of fame patrons Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn at Ryan in Auburn, good old Justin K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman822, Marty Howell, and T Hog94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And one last thing before I get out of here. Another shout out to Mike Pru, longtime Hall of Fame patron, and his show, The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Mike's been a BTT Hall of Fame patron for a while. He and his buddy JV are breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. I believe, as of this recording, uh, they are into late 97, getting ready to go into 1998. So you can either pick up there or do like most people do and go back to the beginning and check out them from the beginning when they started. New episodes are released every Wednesday morning. They are available on most podcast platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. You can find them also on Twitter at BottomLineCast. With that said, we appreciate all of our patrons and Hall of Fame patrons out there. So you know what Hopper always says before we get out of here. Book it, bitch. <laughs>